wheat volatility is riding high. And the cattle price won't slide. We wonder what's going to happen next. Smart money's buying sheep. Your advice comes pretty cheap. Why don't you ask what we can do? Just the two of us. Making podcasts on the fly. Just, Just the, the two, two of us. us. Just, Just the two of us. of us. You and you I. And I. Welcome back to another Ag Watchers. Another Just the Two of Us. Bit of a quick yeah. update because a lot's been happening, Matt, again. It is. Yeah. I think we I think we do need to – I think we're going to have to record a song over the weekend and, and I'm just getting a bit sick of Just the Two of Us, but we'll have to think about it and see how we go for next time. Yeah, I reckon we've got to do a series of songs, yeah? Mm-hmm. We've got to have one for when there's a guest on. So we've got to find something that's got something to do with three. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, what is what is what songs had three in the in the in the lyrics? Oh, the other one, Warwick, one Warwick came out with three blind mice. But three blind um, mice. We'll, think, we'll think of something. We had um, the Kook, Stephen Kukulis, uh added some lyrics to something just a little while back. So we might be able to see about doing a version of that and potentially. You know, we have to think about it anyway. We should get into markets before we go down the pathway of of Talk. songs and and us being silly. Yeah, uh, well, you know, we don't want to get told off again. No, for, for, for not uh, for not being serious media people. Uh, well, Chris Hoiberg, I don't think Chris Hoiberg likes the songs and the tangents. If it's a normal Hoiberg market tangent, he probably can cope with that. But if it's a song tangent, it will get phone calls. He'll get angry at us again, again, mm. again. I'll get a LinkedIn post saying, "Oh, what's happening here?" <laughs> uh, but we haven't done a tangent about the the motherland <laughs> in a while. So no, that's true. What's like livestock? Uh, Yard, Yardings are down. They are, well, there's anecdotal reports that yardings down. Probably producers responding to the very, very poor um, pricing we've seen of late. I mean, look, he, look, I'm, I'm being, I'm probably historically they're still, you know, if you go back a number of years, we're still pretty good. But it's it's uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic price falls, and it's probably people didn't expect. And if you look particularly to the sheep and lamb markets, they've really taken a bit of a beating. Um, and part of that's to do with Processes being inundated with um, with kind of animals as well. People turning off because of the concerns around foot and mouth. And uh, is know. that is that overblown? Or is that really the reason? Or is I, it? I think like it's. I, I think I think it's partly. It's part of what's I think added to it. It's one of one of those things where it's just another another concern. And and the thing is, I think Andrew, you've got you know what psychology of markets is like, right? That's, so, what, I was, that's what I was going to say. Actually, you've beat me to the punch. I was I was going to say, is, why, is, is, is it because the markets crashed? People are pulling out the market. I think it's yeah. I think I think it's a combination where you fear, you've got fears around FMD. You start to think, oh, I might just offload a little bit. Then the prices start coming off. You think, oh shit, and then you offload some, and then everyone else follows, and it's like a bit of a downward spiral of you know c- confirmation that FMD is a problem because the market's collapsing, <laughs> and then everyone rushes and it collapses further. What about this time of year? Yardens would be down anyway, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, correct. Because because you'd have it, it's harder to show cattle in the dank dirty winter's days isn't it it's a direct, also, I mean, it's a direct day for showing the beasts oh, look, it, in it's, the also, it's also if you think of it from the lamb perspective you got that gap in time where the old season lambs are running to an end in terms of being available and then the new season suckers haven't arrived yet so you've got a bit of a gap in the season where you just get naturally lower volumes, both at the yardings and at, and at, the, and at the slaughterhouse. Hmm. So where's it going to go? 
I think it's overdone personally, um, and you know. But obviously, it's a tricky one because when you're talking about you should, the emotion- you, should, you should never overdo red meat, should you? That's <laughs> it's, it's it's well maybe I should say it's well done. It's well done. <laughs> See your your your, yeah. pun, your puns are getting terrible. Oh, yeah, no, I haven't had my morning coffee yet, so you know it's a bloody it's after midday, and I haven't. Had a, I'm, I'm surprised I'm even talking this much, given I haven't had morning coffee, and it's still too early for me to. Well, that's to, that's that's a good that's another tangent there as well, yeah. Because some of the feedback has been, I talk too much on a podcast. <laughs> so, That's so, true. That's so, true. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna turn my mic off and just let oh, yeah. you. You, you can do the look- grains update as well. <laughs> no, nothing's happening in grains, mate. It's all about Russia and Putin, and you know the missile here, missile there, and you know it's just keeping the market kind of supported. So it's it's just the same old, same old for grains. But but we should we should talk a bit more about the FMD, and it's and I reckon this is the last time we talk about FMD on a podcast. Until next week. FMD. 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 We're talking about FMD again. FMD. What, what is FMD? And this is, this is a thing, yeah? There has been isn't a lot. That, isn't that the ABC, guy, the ABC guys have been told they can't refer to it as FMD? As in because the because because the, the millennials oh, call that fuck, fuck my day. <laughs> I thought it was fuck me dead. Well, there's a, there's a few actually. If you, if you yeah. Google what FMD as an acronym is, there's a few of them, and some of them are not mentionable. If in case my dear mother or Auntie Julie's uh, listening. Auntie Julie, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Linda. Sorry, Linda. I just swore. Sorry, Auntie Julie. Uh, but then, uh, yeah. So FMD. No, it is an issue because if you look back, yeah, they were designed for. Um, as, as a sort of, I guess, a drought mitigation policy. Oh, you mean fun? Are you talking <laughs> the other thing? <laughs> and and so you're and an you're an idiot. And so and so there has been, you know, the last couple of years obviously had some pretty good years. So you've got money sitting there that, you know, I guess the difficulty is they're all getting close to full. Mm. And and maybe maybe FMD balances should be opened up beyond eight hundred thousand. And maybe mm. they should be opened up to company structures as well as just individuals. So like it is it is it is it is a controversial topic and, and people are getting really agitated about FMDs. Mm. Mm. You made your point. Yeah, no. Look, I, I think just one one clarification to make from the market perspective before we go off livestock markets is I can understand the psychology of why, but I do think that we're at levels, and it, particularly for the lamb side of things, I think the the reason why, look, if you look at lamb pricing currently, some categories are 400 cents below they were this time last year, you know, which is massive falls really. Um, but but I think what's driving that is, is just this um, – you know, kind of high numbers getting put through the the abattoirs as well, and and they're a bit kind of inundated. So I think a lot of those have said no more. We're not taking any more to you know late August and stuff, um, which is just creating this bit of a backlog. Obviously, they're still struggling under COVID and workforce problems. So you know, I just I just reckon we need to relax a little bit. Cool, Jess, you had that you had that article out, Andrew. No, we're, we're, actually, before we before we, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, My, uh, but. Before we go off that, can we talk a bit more about markets and meat? What about what about the uh, the US with their drought? Oh, in terms of their level what, of well, what that they must be they must be cycling up and 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 destocking a fair bit. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they're into their third year. Um, I think the US uh, herd now is um, is kind of been pressured a- again. I'm just trying to think what the exact figure is. It's into the low 90 million head now. I think it's maybe even looking like a Mike Duck under that potentially um, if they continue to destock. But um, the, the normal destocking phase for the US 
if you look back, is, is usually it lasts for, you know, anywhere from kind of four to six years or so. So we've possibly got, we've probably got another year or, or, or so of, um, of destocking still yet to come from there. So, you know, the pressure there is not going to ease in the near term in terms of their destocking phase. So that, but that's been in a year's time as the destocking phase goes over and they, look, they should move back to they're in La, La Nina. Re- should, yeah, rebuild. Rebuilding phase, yeah? Yep. Will yep. That, put, that put us in a good position for our sales of meat? Uh, yeah, look, it should. Um, certainly last time <clears> around <throat> when they went into a rebuild was that, you know, 2013, 14, 15 period when we got some really strong demand from the US for Australian product. But that also, I guess, coincided with the drought in Queensland. So you had this kind of, you know, to a degree, a perfect storm from a processor's perspective. We had huge demand from the US. Um and huge turnoff from Australia, so you know it meant that um, it, we had a lot of product going. In fact, they came; they became the highest, um, the highest kind of uh, volume for Australian beef exports for a year or so. There, <coughs> um, we, we may not see that again, but certainly if they go back to a rebuild phase in the next few years and it coincides with one of our drier patches, it could mean there's a bit of support for pricing comes in from the US. Mm. Just when if, we need if, it. If Just when we need it. If we've not lost all of our animals to foot and mouth disease, lumpy skin disease, and uh, and whatever else we can get, yeah, that's mon- true. Mon- monkey monkeypox. Mm, mm, that's true. Um, but you've got to say, just you wanted to mention about your piece you put on foot and mouth before you move off foot and mouth. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah that, that, that was my last piece on foot and mouth. I've I've covered it. I've done it to death. I think. Did you want to? Did you want to just reiterate <clears throat> about your uh, the Indonesian numbers showing that they're getting on top of the spread and, and the Indonesian numbers are looking like they're past the peak and, and what's getting the point, under what's control. Po- what, what's the point of me mentioning when you just went through the whole thing? Well, all right, that's probably true. Good chance for me to speak. Exactly. Carry on. <laughs> well, that's, but that's part of the reason why maybe this, this move down is overdone too because if the Indonesians aren't getting under control, it could be a good, some good buying opportunities <clears throat> right, right now for, for livestock. But if we go back a step, yeah? Mm-hmm. I guess we wrote that article like one o'clock in the morning on yeah. Wednesday. Well, mm-hmm. first Thursday morning, one o'clock. But it was it, like it was just more a point of I think we need to calm the farm a bit mm-hmm. on on FMD. I think when you look at like some of the stuff you see in the media, especially the city media, we got to ban the Melbourne show. We got to ban Echo. <laughs> we got to we got to ban flights. We got farmers should not go to the zoo. Uh, what else? No, no, no petting, no petting animals at the no, Melbourne no, show. No petting animals. No, no petting zoos. Which petting zoos should be banned because they're all bloody scaby animals anyway. <laughs> um, and and I, I don't, I, I'm not a fan of them, so they should be banned. Just nothing to do with FMD. Just ban petting zoos, mobile petting zoos. I've been to enough of them, and I've realised how mangy the animals are. And uh, anyway, that's that's but that's, some, that's, that's some, some some disease rabbit on some little three year olds. Yeah. yeah, some herpes infected rabbit. You know? <laughs> so, what what are the what are the carny folk going to do? Go back to their bars? oh, I can't use that word. It's bloody hell, Matt. Jeez, oh. I suppose you can use the word carny because you are one. <laughs> so it's a bit like me making fun of Scotsman. I can do that. I'm allowed to. <laughs> but but going back to when you look at the data, yeah, and look. I guess the important thing to say is that we're using data from the Indonesian government. So yes. we'll, t- we'll take that as face value because we're, we're mm-hmm. trustworthy people, trusting people. Mm. Yep. And if you look at it, it follows a very similar trend to the UK outbreak. 
It does. So, about, so the UK outbreak, 45 days after the first case, it had its peak and then trended downwards. This time it's been slower, so 67, 65 days, something like that off the top of my head, and yep. then it's trended downwards. But we're on actually day 97 of the outbreak, and the case loads are low, and the reality is the number of cases in Bali is tiny. Mm. Zero point, and the, and, and the vaccination, the vaccination well, in Bali is good too, yeah? Well, 0.13% of the cases in Indonesia are in Bali. 40% in East Java, and the rest of the other places with all the major number of cases are places where tourists don't go. Mm. And tourists aren't at risk anyway. So I think, look, it's, it's to me, look, whether we trust that data or not is irrelevant. The data is showing that uh, there is a trend downwards. And, mm. and, and without any further data to back any, any other views up, I reckon it's tentatively mm. a wee bit of a good trend. Mm-hmm. No, you can, I agree. You, you can. I agree. So, but anyway, I think that's just maybe it's just a case of we need to sort of calm the farm because there is an interesting thing is is having talking to people this week, it is causing unintended consequences this panic mm. because even even people who invest in Australia are looking at it and saying, "Wow, oh, well, we thought Australia had great biosecurity, but now everyone's panicking about FMD. There's protests on the street. Let's mm. just hang fire a bit." Yeah, you know, fair point. Fair so, point. So, but, but again, I just want to point out that that analysis, whilst it is not a completely in-depth analysis, it is just a simplistic view of a complicated situation. However, we don't write 10,000 word pieces on. No, that's us. Sim- sim- simpletons, simpletons looking at the market in a simple way. It's for simple people. <laughs> so, so, but I, but I, what, what did, what did uh, Albert Einstein say? Um. He said um, that the the to be or, to be the or not to of, be the speed of the, the energy equals the sum of mass something about in the speed of light or whatever is that what he said something along those lines. I'm not a scientist clearly. So, so basically, what he said, not that one. He 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 said many things. He might have even said, "Could I have a flat white coffee?" But what he did say famously, if you can't explain it simply. You don't understand it well enough. Mm. So that is what we effectively do: is explain complex things in a simplified manner, with a bit of degenerative humour thrown into the mix, <laughs> and then an odd rolling of the R's, and an odd rolling of the R's. Mm. So, <clears throat> so yeah. Anyway, that is what it is. No, um, um social media. It's, it's, saw... it's, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to call it. Well, mm. I might. Oh, fuck it. I mean, oops. I mean, I'll call it. I reckon we're on. There's going to be more outbreaks of FMD, but I think we can we can call this one closed. This FMD outbreak yeah. in Indonesia. Start start looking for some opportunities to, but to look at all this. Wait wait to this wait to the sun starts shining again properly in the south, and we get a bit of grass growing with all this water. There's going to be there's going to be opportunities to pick up a few cheap animals presently. Let's, so let's go and buy a feedlot in Indonesia. Mm. Yeah, why not? Why not? Hey, um, now Great. I saw on social. I saw on social media, before you go to grain, what's going on with the gas price? Is that going to mean fertilizer prices are going to be off the charts again or what? Yeah, well, again, you know, I, I always, always, always sort of look, we, we look at gas, we look at energy all the time because it is a big factor for us in, in agriculture. Mm. Uh, gas prices have gone through the roof again. Uh, you know, another symptom of this funny business between Russia and Europe Bit of, bit of maintenance on the on the pipes, uh, <laughs> and uh, I think Europe is stuffed mm. this year. I don't think they realise how stuffed they are. 
Well, I think they probably do now. Well, they do now. <laughs> they do now. That's why, they, that's why the price has gone. But it's, it's, it's above the old peaks, right? It's record record levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, then you look at it and say, well, this is the time of year where Europe starts to fill up its uh, storages of gas. What are they called? What's the gas storage? Bunker? Whatever. Mm. Silo? It's not silo. No, no. It's tanks, not. tanks. Tanks. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, it's tanks. We've got a big tank in Glasgow. Mm. Uh, but the reality is that they're not getting filled up because it's getting used. And come winter, you know, maybe that's the opportunity for the wool industry. Start sending jumpers over. Mm, winter European, is coming. Winter is coming. Winter's coming. The Europeans are going to need jumpers this year. And so, but the annoying thing about that is, is we, we were starting to see, uh, I guess, downward trends in fertilizer to an extent. Uh, but with that fertilizer uh, gas price rising, that is a concern for uh, that fertilizer price ongoing possibly second half of this year. Maybe those... um, maybe we'll see an increase to backpackers coming out to the country escaping the northern hemisphere winter. If you like that film, uh, what's that film? That one. Oh, with... the, one the one with the big ice thing comes across the north and freezes yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, the day after tomorrow, is it? That's no. it. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, with the big, you know, the big ice thing. And that guy, freezer. With that guy who played Spider-Man or something. So there you go. Maybe that's it. We'll just mm. be in Australia, a little warm place, and the north will be stuffed. So, be like Game of Thrones again. Mm-hmm. What's happened with Re- uh, rebuild, so rebuild Hadrian's Wall? What's happened with um, <clears throat> so any flow through to wheat pricing? You're about to talk about wheat pricing before I interjected with uh, gas. Uh, I think look, the wheat market is still just that same old picture of uh, Ukraine. That's really the big driver at the moment. We've, we've, we've actually gained a bit of ground in the last week. And so last week we'd, hit, we'd gone down to about 4.12. This is talking about CBOT for December, 4.12. Then it's up to 4.36. Uh, we are starting to see a bit of ASX come under a little tiny bit of pressure for the coming harvest. But the reality is we're still sitting at pretty high prices. Mm. Uh, my biggest concern, again, going back to that gas, is that we do start to see that cost price squeeze. And that's something, how many times have we spoke about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ad infinitum is that just because we have high fertilizer prices doesn't mean we'll continue to have high grain prices. Mm. Uh, we do, when we look at ASX and CBOT, that spread is, has narrowed significantly. You know, it was only two months ago that we were $150 negative for the coming harvest, and now we're minus 13. So mm. a basis trade would have done pretty well on that. But look, I think we're in that crazy period of the Northern Hemisphere weather period. And uh, adding to that, you know, Ukraine, Russia, that's meant it's been a bit sort of a little bit more volatile than normal. Uh, but we, we spoke on Monday or Tuesday or Sunday or whenever it was mm. about uh, Ukraine and that opening up of exports. Uh, they've still got some pretty optimistic expectations, like 3.5 million tons a month. Uh, the concern we had was insurance, but it looks like Lloyds of London is going to be offering some sort of insurance product. Mm. Uh, I'm sure they're doing it out of the goodness of their heart, and it'll be really cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a tone of sarcasm from me there. I'm sure they'll be opening up their books and saying how much is the risk. We've made, we've made enough money this year already. Let's give something that, back to the community yeah exactly that's that's how insurance companies work mm. um, but i think 
I'm 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 less I'm probably more optimistic than I was on Monday because they seem to be still trying to progress. Mm. Uh, but the reality is, I don't think the volumes that yeah the trade and and you said that you know grain uh, meat was well done. I reckon probably the same of wheat just now as well, mm. because it, until we see volumes moving out of that region, it's mm. still going to be you know difficult to say that they've got the the capacity. Yeah, so you're saying that the more likelihood that we're going to see pricing start to increase again in uh, terms of God knows. Mm. I mean, I think at the moment I just think it's 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 had been a sharp fall and not a huge amount to really say, well, why is it falling so much? Yeah, we, got, we got we got bad crops in France, we got bad crops in the USA, uh, and and we're at and we've got lack of Ukraine until we see otherwise. Mm. Uh, only good. Only thing is, we've got a huge Russian crop. Uh, whether whether that Russian crop includes eastern parts <laughs> of Ukraine or whether it is uh, Russia proper, we'll, we we, mm. we will see. Uh, but I think we'll just we'll just wait and see see what happens. Yep. No, cool. um, uh, the, only, the biggest concern I've got at the moment is is that sort of we spoke about it a few times. We should get somebody else on to talk about it. Somebody actually knows what they're talking about. That sort of wider, you know, macro recessionary type stuff. Mm. Maybe we we'll yep. get the cook on again. To talk about that mm. Mm. Uh, because I'm I'm still concerned about you know when you when you look at the uh, people are you know cutting their cloth accordingly at the moment, and so that discretionary spending. No, I'm still keen to see what that discretionary spending does for wool, cotton, um, and and high value meat products. Well, the the US just had the. Um, GDP figures showing that they're in it, what they call a technical recession, so two quarters of negative growth. Must um, must must be the new president. Mm. So you what, know, actually, uh, food inflation. Mm. Cool. It's 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 switched around. So the big the big uh, costly item for the last quarter, so March to June quarter, has been vegetables. Up uh, seven point three percent from memory from quarter right. to, you know, March to June. So that's all right. It doesn't bother me. No, you have to stop eating kale and kale and broccoli now, Andrew. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. going to be a big impost on my uh, on my yep. spending bill. Well, alcohol's not too bad. Alcohol's up one no, percent. All the all the good ones. Pork was pork's a negative. Down. So pork's down. <clears throat> eat more, eat more bacon. Why is, why is pork down? I don't, well, it's an odd one because you've got like egg, eggs are up a bit on on probably some cost pr- pressures. I was actually but, um, I was actually talking to Melinda. We had Melinda on a podcast once. Mm, Melinda Hashimoto. Yep. I was talking yep. to her this morning, and she said the other thing as well is that demand is massively up for eggs. Because uh, yeah, there, there was that little um, scenario where there was some level of shortages in the supermarkets, mm. and people got a bit worried again, like the toilet paper chasing around for eggs. So, but yeah, the pork, the pork coming off a little bit, it's only marginal down 0.5%, but you know, just those efficient pork producers just man, maintaining their way and the best, the, the best of the best. That's, that's it. And, just, and, and doing their bit for society by, keep, by keeping prices down. That's it. Yeah. Down, down, pork Price. prices are down. So, so looking at your chart, veggies up, fruit up, fruit and veg mixed up, mm. meats, cheeses, they're all up, but not, not drastically up. No, 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 not 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 by a, how much they were previous quarter. It was beef that was leading the way, but that's kind of slowed down a bit. And now with you know with the with the pricing of the sale yard coming off, I can't imagine that you're going to continue to see you know price pressures at the at the consumer end if if the sale yard prices are getting hit. Oh well, we'll see. We'll see what inflation does next. 
quarter. Sounds good. Easy. Right on. See you when you got nothing on. Bye-bye.